Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're doing absolutely wonderful. Welcome to the Dr. Daff Show. I'm your host, Dr. Daff, and we are continuing our series, Fiercely Feminine, where we're going to tackle the underlying issues that may be affecting your femininity. So before we get into today's podcast, I just wanted to address what happened with last week's podcast. I had so many of you messaging me, letting me know that the raw audio was posted and not the edited podcast. There have been so many ups and downs with this particular series. As some of you mentioned in your messages towards me that you can just tell like from the content that I'm putting out that there may be a lot of spiritual resistance. A lot of people are getting set free and healed. And so they understand that, you know, there's just, it's a lot. And there has been a lot. A lot has been going on with me simply because I am fighting against the powers of evil um, to help you ladies overcome the issues in your life. And God is wonderful and victorious and none of that is going to stop God's work from prevailing. Um, But I wanted to say thank you to everyone who reached out and let me know. Thank you for those of you who sent me voice notes. I even got some really nice voice memos um, from you ladies saying that it actually inspired you or it was actually a blessing to hear the raw audio and hear all the mistakes and, and everything like that. So, so much good came out of it. One other thing I wanted to mention in terms of why I believe that the Lord allowed that audio to go up the way it did, um, because regardless of what the devil tries to do, God always has his hand in it when it comes to his children. <laughs> no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And outside of that, you know, no matter what happens, God works for the good for those who love him. And no matter what happens, he uses it to still fulfill his purpose in your life. And in that particular podcast, I actually cut out a huge chunk of it that I did not want to go up. And it was a part where I was talking about how I stopped working as a psychologist after I had my child. And I believe that the Lord gave me Um, spiritual giftings in the area of healing and on top of like my psychological knowledge the area of healing supernaturally through my words through you know however he decides to use me I believe that that is a gift that God has bestowed upon me and I did not want to keep that in there I didn't want to say it and then after I said it (laughs) I ended up cutting it out but I believe that the Lord wanted it in there um, because there were some of you who needed to hear that because that helps to build your faith. When you know that there's something there, it helps to build your faith. Just like if someone was talking to you and then you found out this person is actually a, let's say you were having like fertility issues and then this person's giving you advice and then after they're done, they're like, oh, by the way, I'm actually a doctor, I have a medical degree and I practice infertility, you're going to be like, oh, wow. So this is not just information. You're actually trained in this. You're actually able to do this on a professional level and you feel more confident in their advice. You feel more confident in what you're receiving from them versus a person who may just be giving you information. So that's why it's also important spiritually to know the power and the presence of God 
and the ability of the person that's imparting whatever it is onto you because it helps to build your faith to receive whatever it is that that person is giving you through the power of God. And so I believe that God wanted whoever heard that particular um, raw audio to hear that and to know that and for their faith to be strengthened in knowing that God's power is here to heal. And so I just wanted to make sure I said it in this podcast that the Lord's power is here to heal. And I do believe that God has given me by his grace, um, that ability to be able to be used by him to heal with words and, you know, however he decides to, to move on my particular platform. So with that being said, go ahead and sit back, relax, and let's talk about this. And today we are talking about the issue of abandonment. Just a disclaimer, these topics can be triggering if you've experienced trauma or anything of the like. So be advised and take care of yourself if you can't listen to this video without a therapist or some help on board, then please do so before consuming it. I just want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and you have a support system to help you along these feelings. Abandonment is a serious, serious issue, my love, that can show up in so many ways and stop you from being the feminine woman that you know you're supposed to be. And there may be some things that you didn't realize have been affecting you that we're going to talk about today. This could go on for like two, three hours, but I'm going to try and condense as much as I can into this podcast to give you enough to chew on. I don't want to overwhelm you, but I don't want to just leave you with problems and no solutions. So we'll talk about the problems, we'll talk about the ways it shows up, and we'll talk about some ways that you can overcome it. But I want you to be in a relaxed state because you know I love you. You know that God loves you so, so much. And I want you to be able to take this in with that love. So go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink. You don't have to get something to write with, just get something to drink. It's fall, relax, just take all of this in and let's talk about this. In creating this video about abandonment, this is for you ladies who have never felt like you really belonged. For those of you who never really felt loved, who felt unwanted, like your presence was a burden, an inconvenience, that you weren't even supposed to be born. And because of that, your life has been so heavy, so filled with pain and you want to be able to know that you are here for a reason. You do belong. You do have purpose. You do have so much love available to you. If you're dealing with issues of abandonment, these are strongholds in your life. These are things that are holding you back. They are like pulling you down. Whenever you're trying to climb up, whenever you start doing better, whenever you meet that guy, whenever you start feeling pretty, it pulls you back down because it is an issue that is attached to so much pain, heartache, and can show up in lots of different ways. So what is abandonment? What does it actually mean? Abandonment is an intense fear of being left by a loved one or losing a loved one. This can show up as anxiety, like an abandonment anxiety, feeling like you are anxious that people are going to leave you. 
it can show up as trauma, and it can also show up or manifest in personality disorders. Let's talk about some of the causes, some of the reasons behind abandonment, like what causes this deep pain to be buried in people. Well, there are a lot of people who have experienced childhood abandonment. So abandonment doesn't just have to happen in childhood. It can happen as an adult. It's just that when you are a child and it happens and you internalize it in the most childlike, normal way to, to believe that it's your fault and it creates a wound inside of you, then that turns into trauma. And that trauma is what then shapes your personality, shapes your behavior. So some ways that abandonment can show up, my love, in your childhood is if you've experienced neglect, especially emotional neglect, but all kinds of neglect, really all kinds of neglect. But an emotional neglect looks like having a dismissive parent, a parent who maybe had some narcissistic traits or truly suffered from narcissism, or maybe just an immature parent, or perhaps you've suffered physical neglect and physical neglect is serious. Those of you who have suffered not having enough food, not having enough to eat, you know, just not having water, not having your physical needs met, not being able to take baths. I interviewed a woman recently who told me that her mother would just put her in the bathtub and just take her out, like no soap, no actual cleansing in and out. And that was their bath. So just no real physical care. So just bring this back to when you were nine years old, you were a little girl and you lived with your mother. My and mother. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at nine years old, um, um, I had already experienced neglect and ab abandonment. The abandonment came from my father. He was never in my life. But the neglect came from my mother. She's an alcoholic. She's always been an alcoholic. And she did not know how to nurture, love, and protect. You don't know how much that's needed. I think it's important that we understand people's background and don't take it for granted. And when I say that, I mean, like, I was almost 40 years old when I knew that I had to lift my breast to, to wipe it. I was almost 40 years old when I knew how to properly clean myself and wash myself as a female. Because wow. I really wasn't taught really all of it. My cousin taught me some of that. But as a woman, I really didn't know how to do that. And so you don't have any idea how important that is. And for a lot of the women that's in a situation that I was in and um, just don't know how. Right. So thank God. Thank God. Bless you for that. It can also show up if you've been in the foster care system, if you didn't have parents and, or maybe you had parents and your parents mistreated you. So you were taken away and now you're living with all kinds of different people. You're bouncing from place to place. You're going to group homes. People are rejecting you and saying they don't want you, but they'll take your brother. They'll take your sister or maybe someone adopted you. You actually did get adopted, but in that home, you're still missing your parents. You're still missing your birth family, and that wound is still there. It can also show up if you have actually lost a parent to death. If one of your parents or caregivers, significant caregivers passed away, when they died, if you as a child perceive that death as 
a abandonment, that that person left you, then it does still manifest as an abandonment wound. If that's how you saw it, that I was left, this person left me. Yes, I was only four years old and I barely knew my father, but when he died, he left me. He left our family. He left my mother. He left us with poverty and with just wants, right? And that is a real need. That shows up as abandonment. If your parent abandoned you in a different way, so your parent was incarcerated in and out of jail, or maybe you were in foster care, but you were in foster care in and out. So you got to go home and then your parents mistreated you and then you went back into foster care. Then you got to go home and your parents mistreated you and you're back and forth. And you're just like, I don't belong anywhere. No one actually really wants me, takes care of me, loves me. It doesn't matter if it's a parent or if it's a foster parent, I'm not loved. If you had an unstable childhood with your parents, like I just mentioned, or maybe your parents were deported or a parent was deported and that parent had to leave or they sent you somewhere, you lived in a different country or in a different place and they sent you to live with your aunt or your uncle and now you are still in contact with your parents, you know why you had to leave, but they're not with you, that can cause an abandonment problem for you. If your parents or your caregivers suffered from any type of mental illness or physical illness, that can show up as an abandonment problem for you because that person wasn't really there. They're there, but they are not able to focus their attention on you. And when it comes to abandonment in childhood, it's all about the attachments. It's all about being connected appropriately to whoever's taking care of you. And that attachment is what builds trust and love and security. And when you have insecure attachments, when those attachments are not in place properly, that's what causes that abandonment feeling. So a parent could be living with you and maybe someone passed away, maybe their friend passed away, or sadly, maybe one of your siblings passed away, or they had a miscarriage or something like that happened. And that parent is still in the house, still taking care of you in a sense, but they're grieving and their grief is so much that it takes over. It takes over your life. They don't see you anymore. They don't take care of you the same way. They don't show you the same love and affection. And they they left. They left. They're still there, but they're not there because their mind and their soul is with that person who passed away. And you don't feel like you're wanted. You then feel abandoned. And some parents have created some serious abandonment wounds in their children by saying things like, I don't want you, or I never wanted you. And actually saying it to their child to hurt them, to kill them with their words. And that can also make a person feel like, okay, well, I, I don't belong here, right? I'm not wanted. And it's different than rejection. Rejection is a different wound, and I will actually be doing a video on rejection. And I do think rejection is its own huge topic on its own, but rejection does show up in abandonment. It's, it's a piece of it, but it also is separate. But when a parent does this, then a child then feels like, well, you know, this person doesn't want me, didn't want me here. I'm bad. I'm a horrible child. And as children, children's minds are wired to perceive everything as 
their fault. You know, it's, it's a very self-centered time period. As a child, children are not able, their minds are not developed enough to be able to make sense of something that's happening to say, okay, this is why mom left me. It's not because she doesn't care about me, she just loves drugs more than me. And unfortunately, they just see it as, obviously, I wasn't enough for her, and that's why she left. Obviously, I wasn't good enough, and that's why she left. And so as a child, regardless of what happened, it's always about how it was perceived, how it was taken in. childhood I want to talk a little bit about adulthood because again abandonment trauma anxiety abandonment wounds can show up as an adult for you depending on what has happened and how you perceived it no one can say that shouldn't have been traumatizing that shouldn't have caused a wound it's not their place to say that because we're all different in how we're wired and in how we process our emotions. So as an adult, it can show up, for example, in ways like divorce. A person can be married and think everything is going fine or, okay, we'll work this out, this is normal, and your husband says, listen, I want a divorce. And that person leaves you and you never thought this was going to happen. You feel awful, you feel rejected, you feel left. And so in that sense, you feel a sense of abandonment, especially if you were abandoned with lots of bills, you couldn't take care of yourself. Some people, whether they're a child or an adult, have been abandoned in dangerous situations. So maybe their parent or their spouse left them in a situation that was scary, that was dangerous, that was harmful, and that caused an abandonment wound. So this can happen with a friend. You go with a friend somewhere, something crazy happens, this person leaves you to fend for yourself, that can cause a wound. It can also happen as an adult, say if you're pregnant and you're going through this beautiful time in your life and your partner leaves you and you thought that this was something that you were doing together, you thought that they were you know, happy with this or everything was fine and then all of a sudden they're gone that can cause an abandonment wound for you. This can also happen if you're married to someone and then they emotionally just leave you. All of a sudden, they stop talking to you. They detach from you emotionally. All of these things are painful. All of these things leave a wound in your body, in your heart, in your soul. And you have every right to be able to feel that and to be able to claim that as something that happened to you. What we have to then do though, is to be able to release it, to let it go, so that it no longer has the power over us to stop us from moving on to the next place. And this is something that you can do, my love. It's not something you have to do by yourself, but it's something I encourage you to be open to doing because you can be healed from this. You can be healed from all of this. bit about how abandonment affects your femininity. As we talk about being a beautiful feminine woman who is full of love and joy and happiness, obviously, if you've experienced any of the things that I've talked about, 
it does leave a dent in your heart. It does leave a dent in your perception of the world. And it stops you sometimes from being able to really see the beauty in life, the beauty in yourself. And how can I say, okay, this is the kind of life you should live, or this is open for you. This is the kind of man who would love to be with you if you don't believe that, if you can't ever really reach for that because you don't think you're deserving of it. Because the people who were supposed to have protected you failed you. And so your world concept, your view of life and people is damaged. When you have attachment wounds, and abandonment wounds, it affects your ability to be able to bond with other people. And when you can't bond with other people, it's gonna be hard for you to make friends, right? It's going to be very difficult for you to be in a relationship and believe that this person really values you, wants you, and wants to stay. Sometimes you'll end up being in a place where you need constant reassurance from your partner and your friends that they like you, that they love you, that they wanna be there for you. And if you're not getting that, you just automatically shut down and pull away. It can also cause you to start acting very paranoid and having behaviors that are very paranoid. So that can lead to like impulsivity. If you're always thinking in your mind that people really don't want you, they don't want to be your friend, they don't want to include you in things, that they're out to exclude you, right? Then you start sometimes doing impulsive things. Like as soon as you start seeing a sign that just kind of reminds you of what happened in your foster home, reminds you of your mom, reminds you of this, immediately you pull the plug. You break up with them, right? You disappear, you ghost them. You tell them how you feel in a very erratic or confrontational way, which then of course, cuts the cord because who wants to deal with that? That impulsive behavior can also cause you to do things that are completely out of line, like go through your partner's phone and start messaging people and start just thinking that everyone is someone to be afraid of. And maybe it's a coworker or their boss or someone you didn't even realize was related to them and you were messaging them these crazy things and causing problems, right? It causes you to just feel fear. impact your femininity, that impact your ability to create secure attachments are always rooted in fear. Fear is the issue that you are dealing with, along with low self-esteem, low self-image. And that's what I want you to hopefully try to zone in on is the care for yourself and overcoming that fear. That fear can manifest itself into things like anxiety, and depression. Many people who suffer from abandonment issues do struggle with depression and anxiety. And if you are in a position where you have attained all of these great things, you sometimes will decide to self-sabotage because again, you don't feel deserving. You don't feel like it's real. You think, well, what's wrong with them? Because, you know, everyone leaves me. And if my own mother, my own father, didn't want me, why would this guy want me, this great guy, right? It doesn't make sense in your mind. So you find ways to make excuses and find things to cause problems in your relationship because sometimes you don't believe it's real or you don't believe that this person really 
knows you knows you. So you start acting up and acting up in ways for them to sort of prove that they really will stick with you no matter how crazy you are, right? Or you may meet someone and you'll just start telling them all kinds of things about yourself and laying out every problem you have, every quirk you have, because you want them to know from the beginning that you have a lot of problems. That way it stops you from being surprised when they leave. You'd rather them leave immediately or rather them say like, okay, I'll accept all these things so that you can feel secure. And so you end up sharing way too much. And we know in femininity, like that is something to really be careful about is how much you share with people as you're getting to know them. And I can't go through every single thing. There's a long list of things that this abandonment wound can cause in your life. But one of those things is you just fearing intimacy in general, and you cannot fully live in your femininity if you're afraid of intimacy and vulnerability. That part of life is normal and accepted. And yes, it's going to feel, you're going to feel because you have to feel. You have to feel to be feminine. You have to allow yourself to feel and honor all of those feelings. But if you're afraid to feel because feeling is so painful, then you will block out all of the good along with the not so good or the unknown, right? You may also pick partners that are way beneath you because you think, If someone is great and they want me, there must be something wrong with them because clearly they don't know what's good for them, right? So you pick partners that have a lot of issues, a lot of baggage, a lot of drama because you feel like that's your level. That's what you deserve because you're like that too. So they understand you, they get you and that's not good for you. And you may also stay in unhealthy relationships for a really long time because you think that at least this person wants me, at least this person won't leave me. So they may be abusing you They may be cheating on you, doing all kinds of horrible things to you, but at least they come back. At least they always want you. At least they send you messages that make you feel good. And you'll take whatever you can get. You'll bounce from relationship to relationship to relationship because at least somebody wants you. And my love, that is not good for you. You can be healed from all of this if you will accept the healing that's available to you. I've talked about these things, what causes some of these issues, how it shows up in your femininity, but I wanna talk to you about healing and how you can heal from these abandonment wounds, these awful things that you have experienced, my love because you are supposed to be here. You were meant to be here because you were designed to be here. And no matter how you got here, no matter who didn't do their job, you should never feel guilty for being alive. You are made for us, for us to be able to experience the beauty in you. Healing is a person. Healing has a name and that name is Jesus. The Lord God is the one who heals you. In the scripture, he says that he heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. When we look at the word trauma in the Greek, that word literally means wound. The Lord will 
bind up your trauma, will bind up your anxiety, will clean it off like a bandage. He will wrap it and wrap it and wrap it and wrap it so that you can experience life, joy, happiness. All of these things are available to you when you give it to him. You have to be the one to hand it over to God and say, this is a lot. This is heavy. Do you love me? And he will show you, yes, I do love you. I love you so much. And I want to show you what that love looks like. He can wipe away all of these things from your mind, from your spirit, and help you to find the right people, the right therapist, the right friends, the right support, so that you can live the life that you were always supposed to live before these things happen. There are some things that you need to do in terms of helping yourself to heal. When you've been abandoned, when you have been shown that people didn't value you, remember, you don't belong to those people. You belong to God. You are his baby girl, no matter who your earthly parents are. You belong to God. They got you here, but you're his. And when you know that, you will always feel the love of God, which is a love I can never explain to you, but I can only show you and pray that you're able to receive it and that God can fully bring that to you in this moment. You can feel his love. You can see what this love feels like. It's the real thing. And the beautiful thing about the love of God is it's not something that you have to earn. You can't earn God's love. It's free. It's a gift. You are loved because you are you and no other reason. And the Lord is always with you. Unlike the people who left you, he never leaves you. In his word, he says, I will never leave you. There's not a chance it could ever happen. Never means never. And the only one who can actually say never is God. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will always be with you. And knowing that is what can help you to feel secure in the fact that even if you're alone, even if no one wants you, you are loved. And that love also has to be something you give to yourself. So for those of you who've experienced abandonment wounds, you haven't been shown the love that you deserve, but you have to start developing it to give to yourself. You have to start taking care of yourself, trusting yourself. When you say you're going to do something for yourself, actually following through and doing it. Trusting yourself to do what you need for yourself has to be the beginning. You have to be careful about what you consume who you're with, the kind of people who say things to you, what you listen to. If you had a wound and you went to the doctor and that wound was not healing, what the doctor would say is, look, we've wrapped it, we've done this, we've done that, we put a cast on it, but now you're going to have to start watching what you eat, the medications you take, start watching what you're putting in your body because that's what's going to help heal the wound. Doesn't matter how many times you wrap it, <laughs> what goes in is going to affect how that wound heals. So what is going in you? What do you spend time looking at? 
What do you spend time telling yourself? I always recommend getting a therapist, someone who can work through this with you, a professional who can help you unpack the things that maybe are too difficult for you to talk about and can help you work through these issues. You are never too damaged to heal. This can also be done through journaling, through having people in your life that you can be honest with, who you can have boundaries with that are not gonna leave you, not gonna be upset with you. Even if it's just one person, practicing being vulnerable with that one person. Show yourself that love by creating time for yourself every day. Just giving yourself a little bit of time where you have time with you. And that is when you can pray. That is when you can journal. That is when you can just have a cup of tea, a cup of orange vanilla tea that you love, sitting down in peace and drinking it, reflecting, being grateful for your life and what's to come and what happened, because that will catapult what is to come when you're able to connect with God. You can also do this by spending time with people who fill you up. The people who, when you see them and you spend time with them, once you leave their presence, you are full of joy. You are lifted. You don't feel drained. You don't feel like, oh, I spent all my time gossiping with this person or, you know, this person just wanted to use me, use me, use me, but you feel lifted. And a lot of people who struggle with abandonment also struggle with like overgiving, over overdoing it, wanting to be needed and needing to be needed. So giving a lot, not having boundaries. It is so nice if you're able to find places to volunteer and to just help those in need, but not to the point where you are giving up so much of yourself because you are addicted to that feeling of being needed. That's when we still have that same issue showing up, but doing it in a healthy way. Helping other people always does pour back into you and it's a beautiful thing to be able to give to someone else especially in the areas that you feel the most hurt in. You may have a lot of love stored up to give to someone else, and maybe one day you might wanna be an adoptive parent or a foster parent or someone who you would have needed, right? You can also do things like listen to uplifting music, especially like gospel music or just music that is filled with the love of God, something that you know is going to leave you lifted and better. You know, that is the best kind of music. And the most important thing is also focusing on the way that you treat yourself, the way that you treat your body in terms of what you're eating, exercising regularly, allowing yourself to release what you're feeling inside, right? And eating refreshing, healthy, nourishing food that shows love to your body. Remember, you're pouring back into yourself the love that you didn't receive, or maybe you're pouring into yourself the things that should have been taken care of that weren't taken care of because of the many different issues that you've experienced. You're allowing yourself to believe and know by actions that you do indeed love yourself so much, regardless of who did not love you. important piece of all of this is forgiveness, is forgiving the people, the person that abandoned you and forgiving yourself for whatever it is 
that you need to forgive yourself for. I have a video on how to forgive yourself that is powerful and helpful. So I would recommend that you watch that video if you need steps. But forgiving other people is the hardest part of all of this. Especially if you're mad with people who are dead, people who are never going to apologize, mad at God, right? All of these are real concerns. But these are the very things that are becoming strongholds for you, that are holding onto your leg as you're trying to climb. Let it go. Go through the process with the therapist. Go through the process with God on releasing their control over your life through forgiveness. That is how you'll be able to receive the healing power of God. Open yourself up to receive everything God has for you. And remember, he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. You are here because the Lord created you to be here. You have a purpose, a special, perfect assignment for yourself to fulfill during your time here on earth. And that's why you're here. We need you. We love you. And we're waiting for you to be the feminine, beautiful, powerful you to impact the world with your beauty. And you'll get there. It takes one day at a time, one moment at a time sometimes. But again, you are never too damaged to be healed. Healing is a person. And when you accept him, you accept a brand new life that you can experience with joy, love, peace. And most of all, being introduced to the person that God created you to be. I thank you so much for taking this time to be here and allowing me to pour into you. I hope that this content was helpful to you and helping you to be able to recognize if you do struggle with abandonment wounds, what you can do about it, and allowing yourself to just be open to healing. I pray for you. I pray that the Lord just touches you and takes away every single wound that may be in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. I pray that he takes it all away from you right now, that you may be freed with the love of Jesus Christ, releasing you from the stronghold of the devil and allowing you to be the beautiful, wonderful feminine woman that God created you to be. So until next time, you can find me at Dr. Michelle Daff on Instagram at the Dr. Dab Show on Instagram. And you can also listen to my podcast, The Dr. Dab Show. Until next time, my love, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. See you next time.